So this bit, we'll just talk naturally for a couple of minutes. And then when I think someone said something appropriately funny, what happens is I press the intro music and then we have to listen to a really long intro song. All right, I'll just do it now. Welcome, fearless traveller on Earth's Wrongest Fantasy. That's the wrong vibe. Uh, welcome, uh, modern listener, to the Electronic Wireless Show, episode 106 and 6. I'm going to say 6. I'm going to plump for 6. Yeah, 6. Uh, RPS's uh, PC gaming podcast, and the only podcast you need, in my opinion, I am Alice Bell. Uh, and I'm joined not only this week by Nate Crowley. Hello. Uh, and not only this week by Matthew Castle. Hello. But also some very special guests in the form of Meg from EGX. Hello, Meg. Hi there. And Dean, Readpot video producer. Hello, Dean. Hello. Uh, you may know Dean from Dicebreaker's lovely um, D&D Let's Play. Um, and it, we're so excited this week. Because actually this week, we're not a PC gaming podcast. We're not even a detective mystery podcast or an aquatic life creature podcast. Uh, we are a TRPG podcast because what we, what we went and did, because we missed having rezzed our lovely, uh, sh- our lovely live show at, at the Tobacco Docks, our little our gaming show where you could go and wander about the catacombs of the Tobacco Dock and, and play indie games and stuff. Uh, we commissioned Grant Howitt um, with Nate to write EGX Rezzed, the RPG. Hooray! Hey. Yeah, good enthusiasm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we're going to play it today, live for you. Well, not live because it's recorded. Um, to replicate the experience of going to Rezzed if you missed it. Uh, Grant and Nate worked together before on uh, a one shot called Reverse Beastmaster and Grant is of Rowan Rook and Descartes and puts out one shots like uh, Jason Statham's Big Vacation and things all the time. So really excited to play this and really happy that uh, Meg and Dean could join us on what will undoubtedly be a strange and alarming experience. Uh, So without further ado, I think I'm going to hand over to our illustrious GM, Nate, to lead us into the EGX Rezzed RPG. Thank you, Alice. Uh, GM there stands for Great Man. Of course. So yes, uh, as Alice mentioned, there was no Res this year um, because uh, we, we couldn't be bothered to cut out all the name badges. Um, and so, yeah, we're going to do it here. You are going to go to the Rezzed of the Mind. <laughs> And I'm going to be your guide on this adventure. Now, for those of you 
who don't know, um, Rest is held, as Alice mentioned, at Tobacco Dock in London, um, which is ironically no smoking, so don't light up um, virtually. And uh, you're going to start at Shadwell Tube Station, which oh, is the nice. nearest. Um, and this game's going to happen in two phases. I'm not going to explain all the rules now. You've read them, and listeners don't care. Uh, but it is worth pointing out there are going to be two phases um, to the game. Uh, first of all, you are, as attendees of Pretend Rest, going to be seeking out a particular game you're desperately excited to play. And then in the second half of the game, we're going to be playing them. But before we make our way from Shadwell into the madness and gloom of the venue, we should find out who you are and why you've come here. So I'd like each of you to introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about your, your pretend self, because it's role-playing. Um, <laughs> and then tell me a little bit about the game that you've been waiting so long to come and play at rest. I am uh, Verity Meat Sticks, and uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm a, uh, a librarian and uh, crochet enthusiast this is just true who makes uh little soft toys of video game characters um and also uh really awful floppy hats and gloves that i post on uh etsy and instagram and they're hideous and made of very clashing colors and uh really exists my first res and I came here specifically to find this game i'm just so excited i can't oh it's been everywhere it's been all over the twitters uh, I just can't remember the name. It's um, it's a stealth focused but like viciously difficult um, metaphor for depression. Um, oh, yeah. You mean uh, Silent Butcher? Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, that was it. Silent Butcher, the game where you're a, a vast twelve foot tall butcher trying to creep around his shop really quietly because if he knows he makes a noise he'll wake one of his 12 vast sons who'll come downstairs <laughs> to batter yeah i think it spoke to me because meat sticks is a family name uh and i come from a long line of meat sticks who are all vast butchers and i've struggled to get away from that with my librarianing and crocheting oh that is that's touching um one other question for you uh what what's your favorite genre of game uh, it's usually visual novels, actually. Yeah. Okay. It's from it's the librarian aspect. So. Interesting. Well, it's good to meet you, Verity. Um, Dean, perhaps you can step up next. My character is called Brent Austin. He's about six five. Loves wearing tank tops all year round, uh, just because <laughs> you know why not. Um, he it, he has a man bun. Likes to think he's the most interesting man in the world, but he's genuinely the most dull human being you'll ever meet. Um, and never contributes anything worthwhile into conversations. He, like, he thinks it's inte intelligent stuff, but it's really just utter nonsense. Um, and he's here at RPS. Brent Austin, me. I'm here at RPS. <laughs> uh, 
because uh, I'm after uh, the game that I've been waiting for years to come out, which is a, an apolitical pay-to-win arena shooter. <laughs> oh, you mean Zeitgeist. Yeah, Zeitgeist. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's controversial, that one. Uh, <laughs> okay, um, yeah, I think that's going to be a popular game this year. I wish you all the, the luck in the world with that, Brent. Um <laughs> What kind of games do you usually play? Is this in your usual wheelhouse, or do you prefer another genre? Uh, all like, no, uh, FPS, that's it. FPS is the only worthwhile genre out there. Huh, okay. I, I think I've got your number, Brent. Mm-hmm. Lovely stuff. Okay, Matthew, who have you brought to this, this fiasco? Well, I am Matthew Castle, but I'm not <laughs> the Matthew Castle. I'm a rock, paper, shotgun, YouTube channel superfan. And I've changed my name by deed poll to Matthew Castle. <laughs> you see, for me, rest is really a chance to see celebrities. You know, last year I saw Julian Gollop eating a Cornish pasty. And uh, this year, as well as finding my dream game, I hear there's going to be an RPS YouTube meet and greet. And uh, that's really what drives me. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> what, what game are you here to see? If I have time, I'd, I'd like to find an autobiographical bullet hell historical RTS. Oh, my God. Oh, you mean the trial of Matthew Castle? <laughs> that's it, yes. yes. The one where you have to dodge accusations. Yeah, yeah, that's... Um, that. Wow, I mean, it, I, th- I thought it was really cool that Matthew and Colm got games made about them this year. Yeah. Um, and I really hope you get to play it, because it's clear <laughs> what a huge fan you are. Yeah, I I can't wait. So, what what kind of games do you usually play, Matthew? Uh, I'm quite into point and click adventures. Lovely stuff. Well, I wish you all the best as well. And and finally, Meg, um, who are you in the guise of today? Hello, I will be playing Vanessa Polpig. Um, I am an art student, and as a side hustle, I do commissions for Renaissance paintings or video game characters. Um, so most recently I did The Last Supper with the Fall Guys characters. It was, uh, it was pretty good. It's actually going on display in Buckingham Palace. Um, also, I am, a, <laughs> wow. I am okay. a compulsive liar, so I'll just add that in. So, so be wary of me. <laughs> okay. And what, what game, if I can even believe you, are you here to play? Well, I am just super hyped for this game. I can't really remember, remember what it's called. But uh, what I can tell you is it's a rhythm-based bullet hell garden simulator. Oh, Mr. Turnip's Troublesome Dance. (laughs) How did you know? That's it. (laughs) I've been keeping an eye on that one myself, actually, yeah. Cool. Okay, so we've got Brent Austin, the shooting bro, um, who is here to play, uh, I've forgotten already, what was it, Brent? Zeitgeist. Zeitgeist, yeah. yeah. Um, we've got Verity Meatsticks, the visual novel fan and crochet enthusiast who's here to play Silent Butcher. We've got point-and-click fan Matthew Castle, but not the Matthew Castle, who wants to play The Trial of Matthew Castle. Um, and Vanessa Polpig, of course, uh, who wants to play Mr. Turnip's Troublesome Dance. And I might ask you, <laughs> Vanessa, what games uh, do you usually play? Uh, when I'm not painting my masterpieces, I will like some wholesome fun with some RPGs. RPGs. Very good. Okay, then. 
Um, well, it's time to go to the venue. And what you are going to have to do in there is find your game. Because I don't know if you've been to the Tobacco Dock venue, but it is a bloody labyrinth. <laughs> <laughs> and it's full of, like, really over-enthusiastic developers, streamers, howling at the top of their lungs to two watchers apiece, um, <laughs> refreshment vendors uh, who move at the speed of meat, um, and, and cosplayers walking in massive lines, 12 abreast, um, through tiny winding corridors. So, you know, it will take a while to find these games. It is, in other words, a dungeon run. Um, and what better for an RPG? So, uh, who's going to go first? I'll go first. Brent's going to put himself forward, I think. All right, Brent. Um, so, what I'm going to need you to do, you sort of pushed ahead of the others. You're like, oh, zeitgeist. Um, <laughs> and let's see what the first problem you have is. I'm going to need you to roll a D12 for me here, buddy. All right. Rolling a D12. Nine. Oh, Brent. Brent, Brent, Brent. As soon as you walk in, you blunder straight into one of those stands. You get a pop culture shows selling incredibly overpriced otaku merch. Um, and that's not uh, a mispronunciation of a, another video game website. Uh, it's stuff for people who are just well into Japan. Um, and they have a collection of mediocre Japanese fizzy drinks. Now, you're already incredibly thirsty because it's warm down here. But they are 10 quid a pop. Literally, they're, they're cans of pop. <laughs> are you going to be able to resist this one, Brent? You know what? I think I'm going to have to go for it because I remember hearing somewhere that these these Japanese can, cans of pop are, are, are like way better than your, your usual can of pop it here in the uk like they're supposed to like really get you buzzed and energized and it's like like make you feel like captain <laughs> america ready to plow through anything but but brent you haven't got any money i can haggle what for nothing Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right mates what can i get for you then Look a thirsty, thirsty fella. Yeah, yeah. It's it's been a long day, um, and uh, I see you've got some some nice uh, Japanese cans of pop here. Uh, and I was wondering if I could grab one. Well, you know? yeah, I've, I've, they're a bit warm, but uh, I've got got five cans of mega drink left. Yeah, just a tenner each. Yeah. Um. So, how would you like to uh, sponsor me? Sponsor you for what, fella? Uh, I am breaking into the influencer market. Uh, that's hence why I'm here in Res right now, along with after the game that I've been after for years, Zeitgeist. I don't know if you've heard of Zeitgeist. Oh, Zeitgeist. Yeah, yeah. I've been wanting to go on that myself. Looks looks uh, very apolitical, actually. No real opinions to speak of. No, no, no. Exactly. Top top notch stuff. Uh, so um, yeah, like I'm gonna like I'm on my way to play that right now, uh, and. Uh, 
record a, a, a bit of a, a let's play as I do it. So you, maybe you want to you want to sponsor that action with a what, you, sponsor you, know. you with drink. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I didn't make the drink, mate. I don't gain anything from it being on camera. Right, tenor or beep off. I'll 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 uh, give you your, your stand a shout out uh, in the video. I think at this point I'm going to ask you to make a roll. Um, I was going to say, do you have any? Are you able to convince me, Brent, that your first-person shooter experience gives you any advantage in this attempt to convince a man to sponsor you with liquid? I'm trying to dig hard into the FPS skills and how how relevant they would be right now, and it's tough. <laughs> and uh, unless anyone else can come up with a a, a skill from their genre of choice they think may be able to help. I'm going to ask you to do an unmodified role here. I think that Verity Meat Sticks can help because uh, I love visual novels and many of visual novels are Japanese or at least are Western people pretending to be Japanese. Um, So uh, I'm going to distract the uh, vendor by uh, talking about Yaoi and asking if he has any erotic mouse mats. Okay. I also contribute uh, my point and click knowledge because 90% of every single point and click game is trying to get your hands on an object that's too expensive for the hero. So I'm like very well versed in this particular conundrum. If you go ahead with this, folks, uh, you're going to have to mark one stress. Um, and I ought to explain the stress mechanic to add a bit of tension for those listening. Uh, the way stress works, when you mark three, you're in danger. You're on the edge of having a bit of a massive cry. Um, and when that happens, when you mark up three stress, let me know. It will make all your rolls slightly better because of desperation. But when you mark six stress, you're out of the game. And you become some sort of weird NPC controlled by me. Um, you flee the expo and you can carry on speaking to your mates through a burger that you're convinced is a phone <laughs> or a phone that you're convinced is a burger. Either way, you've got to talk as if your mouth is full because you're eating the burger phone. Okay, so you don't want to get too much stress, is what I'm saying. So, help, help, like, helping your friends comes at a price. It's a price I'm willing to pay at this early stage. As, as am I. Reckless. I like it. But uh, Vanessa is staying cool in the back. I like that even better. That... <laughs> I'm just going to sit back and watch, see how this plays out. <laughs> All right, then, Matthew, Alice, I'm going to want a D3 from each of you. And Big Brent mm-hmm. is going to be giving me a D10. Got a three. I got a three. Yes. I got a four. Oh, Brent. <laughs> So, so Brent just he beefs it, starts crying, and saying, "Please, uh, but and the the Yowie thing, um, I think this guy's just a dead-eyed Cockney. He's got no love for anything, really. <laughs> um, you know, he's just doing this just as a job." And you you get a slightly baffled you what, but that plays its part because it gives uh, a Matthew Castle 
the opportunity he needs to, well, to steal the can, uh, which he then cracks open and pours into Brent's neck. Brent, how do you react to that? <laughs> um, I am. I'm just gonna. I think <laughs> just try and steal steal a can and leg it. Wow! <laughs> steal a second can. <laughs> steal a second can because I need to and leg what? it. What? What absolute beast! Okay, <laughs> I'm improvising a rule here. Roller. Roll a d6 for me here, Brent. Uh, if you get a one or a two, there will be a consequence here. Okay. <laughs> All right. D6. Let's see what happens here. Uh, five. Okay, very good. You've got another can. Um, yes. That is, I guess, we've got an inventory system now. That wasn't in the game's rules, but <laughs> I'm here for it. Let's have an inventory system. Congrats. You've got a can of, what did I call it? Mega drink. Mega drink. Mega yeah. drink. Yeah, you have to sort of shout it. Next challenge. Um, and yeah, let's let's go around the group, actually. I'm just already breaking the rules of my own game, but we did this when we played Reverse Beastmaster. <laughs> it's very fast and loose. Uh, Verity, do you fancy a, fancy a crack at the whip? Yeah, let's, let's do it. Okay. Are you going to need to roll me a, a d12 then? Will do. That's a six. Okay. Oh. You know that guy? Oh, no. The one you can't stand. Oh, no. Who is he again? <laughs> uh, uh, Stephen Biscuits. Oh, you always see him at these events. What is it with him? He's just like, he says mean things first. He, so he subtweets me about my, my Amigurumi, for starters. <sighs> and then also like, just the opinions he has about video games are just so f- objectively wrong because that's the thing. And he, he has those t-shirts. You know, the ones that say, like, I object to the, well, I resent this kind of pressure. And, like. <laughs> Not today, Mozart. He's got that one, hasn't he? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, I hate to say, Steve, is, uh, he's here and you don't notice because while, um, while Brent, you know, is haggling with the, well, he's just chugging, actually, he's chuggling when you chug and haggle at the same time. Um, <laughs> Because he's he's now stolen a third can because I'm feeling generous. Um, <laughs> and while that's happening, you decide to queue up for a go on Gutbusters Three, um, which is uh, which is a game where you put on uh, motion sensing fake tummies and smash into each other. And you fancy <laughs> a go on that? It's also a visual novel, see. Um, okay, yeah. And yeah, Stephen Biscuits is right in front of you and turns around. Oh wow. If it isn't uh, the Crochet Crusader. God. I genuinely, in real life, hate this man now as well. (laughs) Oh, I hope I haven't needled you with that opening gambit. (laughs) Ha ha. Crochets use hooks as well, you know, Stephen. (laughs) (laughs) I think I rather lost your thread. Oh, I am so punny. Ha 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 ha. Oh, he's a jester. I despise this man. Um, oh. 
how are you going to get out of the situation with him? You, 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 you're going to lose your mind if you have to queue up with him for any more than seconds. Uh, this is difficult because I feel like if I leave the queue, I'm letting him win, you know, but also uh, uh, I, I could try and be cutting, but uh, oh, I don't know. I... You, 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 you other friends uh, can chat with Verity about this, like you're actually there as well. Don't feel you have to huddle like frightened hyenas uh, before a circus master with a cudgel. Uh, you're all in this together. Yeah, I might, I might actually, because I feel like he thinks I'm a loser. And so the best way to prove that I don't care about his opinion is, is to demonstrate that I care about it, right? So um, I, I'm going to prove to him that I do have friends in real life and, uh, and say, you know, hello, hello, uh, it's, 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 it's Stefan, isn't it? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just uh, here with some of my friends. Where I'm really looking forward to playing uh, Silent Butcher, but, um, but we're just, you know, yeah, just having a good time. We've been hanging out for a while now. Oh, Silent Butcher. Yes. Well, that's, uh, I believe the, uh, the early access build of that was completely broken. But uh, if you're excited about it, who am I to judge? <laughs> and who are you two good friends? Uh, this is uh, this is Matthew Castle. Hi, uh, not the Matthew Castle though. Well, I was going to say I, I I've, I've left many comments on his videos pointing out the inaccuracies. Well, well, well. I wouldn't listen, be impressed. Listen, Mister Biscuits, that's there aren't any for one. <laughs> his videos are are known to be fact checked to within like an inch of their lives. Uh, <laughs> so you know you're just wrong. You're just plain wrong there. Uh, Oh well, fair, fair enough. And uh, and and your other your other friend. Oh, this is uh, Vanessa Polpig. She does some uh, amazing art. You've probably seen it. it's really popular. Actually, she's got a lot more followers than you. Oh, hi there, Steve. How are you doing? Yes, very well, actually. Just um, let me just check uh, check the views on my Rick and Morty fan art Tumblr. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's still doing quite well, actually. How many views have you got? Uh, oh, probably a higher number than you've heard of. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's all right, Stephen. You'll get there. You look at your watch and you realise an hour has passed in this moment. <laughs> he seems to have a field around him that's slowing down time. <laughs> Something needs to happen to get you out of this. There's still Brent is just hooting his own name at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Ver- Verity, why don't you why don't you try and humiliate Steve at Gus at Gutbusters? Put him in his place. Oh yeah, can I play can I play Gutbusters against? You Steven? sure can. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a visual novel. You said so. I feel that I should have advantage on this role. Uh, yeah, I did totally set you up for that, didn't I? I didn't <laughs> even mean to. Fair enough. You can have it. So you uh you can add D three to your role. Okay. Does anyone else want to uh, tuck in here? Personally, I feel like Verity has to prove herself against Stephen, so I'm going to sit this one out. It, it does. This is something I have to do myself, guys. <laughs> okay, let's do it. Oh, no. So I got a five and a one, so six total. <laughs> oh, yikes. 
What people call love, bellows Steve, quoting Rick and Morty, is just a chemical reaction that <laughs> smashes into you with this uh, enormous foam gut. Um, it shatters one of your fingers. Um, oh, God! <laughs> wow. Which is really stressful. So I'm going to ask you to mark up a... Um, so you rolled a six, didn't you? Um, yeah. A six or higher... Yes, you get a point of stress, but we do get to reduce the difficulty of this challenge uh, for future future contenders if we encounter it again, if we encounter Stephen again. So can you roll me a D3? Three. Okay, good. So this is, this is going to be a very easy task next time Steve's encountered, because I think, I think what's happened actually is the police have been called because you've busted <laughs> your finger. Um, so he is now on the run from the Rosses. Um, <laughs> what, in the tobacco docks? Yeah, that's true. So th- that is now canon. The cops are here. Okay. Um, good stuff. Right. Um, uh, Matthew or uh, Vanessa, who would like to go next? I'm happy to give this a shot. All right, Vanessa, let's do it. Uh, give me a D12 roll. I have got an eight. Ah, so uh, I know there was a talk of some kind you'd mentioned wanting to go to today. What was it about? It was about how gardening is represented in video games. Ah, see, um, you've you've made a mistake. Oh, no. Uh, What's happened? You should have gone to Smacksavers, mate. Oh, this is is embarrassing. You've just blundered into a two-hour stage demo of Garter Snakes, the video game, oh, no. uh, which is about the rather <laughs> dull North American snake. <laughs> it's a text adventure. It is miserably earnest, and there's a like a, a grey little bit of spaghetti of a man just running through it on his laptop. Uh, it won't stop, and you're the only member of the audience. What a situation. It is. How awkward is it going to be just to walk out of this, Vanessa? <laughs> this is a pickle. I think in that case, I might have to fake a phone call. Ooh, good one. That is strong. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any skills you think might help with this? Well, I think from playing RPGs, I'm very convincing. Sometimes I'm playing as an elf. Sometimes I'm a wizard, you know? I'm just quite good at acting. Okay, yeah, it's a lifetime on stage and screen, that is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, uh, let's... Uh, anyone else going to help out with this one? I don't know how I... I'm too stressed already as well, so I'm going to... I don't know what I can do, so I'm going to sit back. Relax to the max. Have you actually got a phone? How much of the phone call are you faking? I'm just going <laughs> to fake the whole thing. I might just play a little song on Spotify, pretend that's my, my ringtone, and then I'm okay, just going to so launch it. you've at least it. got a phone. I don't think I need to provide any equipment, so I, I'm going I'm to slip back from this one too. What song are you going to play, just out of interest? Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play something, something upbeat, maybe some Bob Marley, just to lift the tone a little bit. Okay, that sounds good. Um, so what I'll do, um, mm-hmm. let's play out the scene. And I'll challenge you with a roll halfway through it. So I'll be the presenter. He's called uh, he's called Gareth Turgid. What a wonderful name! <laughs> and he's uh, by name and by nature. Uh, oh. <laughs> if anyone can do 
like a little um, recognizable riff um, from a Bob Marley song. Please do that and interrupt me uh, at some point. <laughs> so uh, as you you see here, this is from the 412th screen of Garter Snakes, the video game. And the, the winter phase has just ended and they're coming out from hibernation. You can see there, they're, they're, they're like little beady-eyed bootlaces all having a wriggle around and they're quite tired still and they're all coming out of the hole. And you, at this point, the player's presented with several interesting mechanics um, which are all, in one way or another, reflections of the foreign policy of the Blair administration because um, <laughs> that's really what Garter Snakes, the, the video games, um, is, is about. Um, I myself... I was personally a fan of Gordon Brown, and um, is anyone going to interrupt me here? Or, Do I need to uh, be my own ringtone? Uh, anyone, anyone, please. <laughs> I'm bored no. of Gareth. Excuse me. Um, there'll be no disruptions until the till the questions at the end please I do hope you've prepared questions about Garter Snakes the video game I'm, I'm super sorry Mr. Mr. Turgeon I've got to take this call well it uh, what could be more urgent than a snake based metaphor for uh, the softening of the left wing movement in Britain in the late 90s <laughs> I, I feel like I'm going to find out and I'm going to tell you straight away. So if you bear with me a sec. <laughs> yeah, stay there, stay there. Um, and, and if it's no emergency, you, you can stay. Thanks very much. <laughs> uh, he- hello. Oh, oh, hi, how you doing? Oh, God, really? Oh, no, that's all. Okay, I'm, I'm really sorry. I'm in the middle of this really interesting talk and I, I don't want to leave, but no, that makes sense. I should... Yeah, I'll, I'll come right away. I'm so sorry that that's happened. All right. Talk to you later, man. Bye. Look, I'm really sorry, but I'm going to have to leave your talk. My my guinea pig has fallen out of a ground floor window and I need to go and <laughs> I need to go and scoop him up right away. It's just part way. Okay, let's have your roll and see what that does for Gareth. So I'm going to need a, a D10 roll for you. That was powerful. Did you say you thought you should add because, you're, yeah, your RPG skills, so you can add D3. Uh, so it's D3 and a D10 I need from you. Here we go. Bear with me a second. I have rolled a three. Right. I'm rolling a D3 right now, and I have a, I have a one. <laughs> <laughs> well, for a start, guinea pigs are the natural and despised enemies of snakes. So if anything, I'm delighted it's gone. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, how dare God. you? Secondly, uh, a creature of that mass would barely injure itself falling from a first floor window. So I, 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 I doubt the veracity of your claims. Um, you're extremely rude. Um, I'm going to shoot you. Um, <laughs> he pulls oh out my. Uh, a derringer uh, from his garter, um, which is decorated to look like a snake because he's got panache like that and that's the only <laughs> thing he's got panache in uh, and he does miss you um oh, but the sound does alert the police uh, <laughs> so they're headed towards him now um the whole ordeal is quite upsetting though uh so you're gonna definitely take a stress there um mm, bad bad stuff and if we encounter if if we happen to encounter gareth again 
he's going to be quite wild, I think. He's going to shoot first, <laughs> ask questions later. Right then, Matthew Castle, you're up. Uh, give, me a, give me a D12. A three. Ah, so um, you spotted a game you quite fancy playing. I'm imagining because you're a point-and-click fan, it's a point-and-click. What, what's this one that you've, that's caught your eye as you've crossed the floor? Uh, it's an adaptation of Lars von Trier's Breaking the Waves as a point-and-click <laughs> game. Well, I can see why that would be popular. Yeah. Um, it's extremely popular. The line to play it is over an hour long. Really? Yeah. Yeah, there's one really long woman in the line. <laughs> um, but she's going to take an hour to get into the booth because she's very elongated, like a sort of dashed. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> Yeah, only one person wants to play it, but she's, as I say, extremely attenuated. So, how are you gonna? How are you gonna pass the hour? Because you just can't stop thinking about, you know, everything else you want to do and how times are wasting, how you're hungry and thirsty. But it's the sunk cost fallacy, isn't it? You don't want to give up now. You've been in there for, you know, a few minutes. So, how how are you gonna get through this hour? Can I can I attempt to? reason with the woman to, to let me go ahead of her you can if you like yeah yeah i might i might do that well she's just standing with her extremely long back to you so you're gonna have to get her attention okay um i <laughs> which is like <laughs> could she feel it if i tapped her on her back or is it back so long <laughs> yeah well let's try that make a make a noise Oh, God, I forgot she's really far away. Her head's yeah. so far away from me. <laughs> Can I help you? <laughs> uh, how, how desperate are you? How desperate are you to play this point-and-click game of Lars von Trier's Breaking the Waves? This is my life, mate. <laughs> Everything's been leading up to this moment. Uh, like, could I... Is there anything... Like, is there anything I could do to, like, but like buy or get you, you know, buy buy your buy your services and get you to, you know, stand behind me? I wouldn't mind some body shorteners. <laughs> oh, jeez! I mean, I'm extremely long. <laughs> I, can, <laughs> I can see that. Uh, oh man, I don't have to deal with this really long woman. Um. Uh, like, could could you be tempted to play another game? Yeah, go on. What? <laughs> Have well, given your given your amazing structure. Have you have you heard of Gutbusters? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that rather crass visual novel about smashing into people. Yeah, I think I saw the police just over at their stand. <laughs> I, you might be you might you might be good at it. You could probably go pro. Given your your natural gifts, but that that game's about smashing into people like a ball. I'm more like a a vector. Oh, jeez. Uh, to point and clicks. What would you do if this was a point and click problem? Uh, well, I'd, I'd combine two ludicrous objects to to somehow get rid of her. Well, Brent's got a can of mega drink. <laughs> 
like, can I throw it at her? Oh, and Vanessa <laughs> managed to pick up the spent shell casing from Gareth Turgid's Derringer shot. Well, interesting, because if I put that... And it's still sort of a functional bullet, if you're generous. If you put that on top of the can and then shake the can up with such pressure, it basically becomes a gun. So I could, <laughs> I could shoot the long woman. What is that? Okay. What's happening at Res this year? Well, like, I don't know. Last one, Tree has not got a track record at treating women particularly well in films. So it kind of like, you know, it kind of fits. Well, you just say it's immersive. Yeah. Okay. Say you're hired by the PR firm. Yeah. Something like that to shoot the players. So they feel like they're in a Lars von Trier for bold, bold. Uh, can anyone else help Matthew out of this hell of his own making? Uh, <laughs> I'll help by. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming, like, in order to get the ca- the bullet to shoot, you, you you have to shake the can real hard, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Okay, and it is mega drink as well, so it's 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 super sugary and super powerful. So I'll contribute by just like like because I'm skilled in FPSs, like maybe. Um, I'll uh I'll just help him with uh, loading up the bullet in the in in the can. Uh, what by shaking the can? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's probably done loads of masturbating as well. So <laughs> you're gonna be uh... <laughs> okay. Um... <laughs> Mark up a stress, Brent. Okay. Um... No, like Matthew, if if the shooting end doesn't work, maybe you could say I haven't got any money to pay for this pizza. Surely there's some way I can. <laughs> So it's going to be a D10 from you, Matthew, and a D3 from you, Brent. I I rolled a five. I rolled a one. The task heft was six here. So, Ah. yeah, that that, that is something. Um, Basically, Brent goes like... And it's like shaking this can in a really graphic way <laughs> while Matthew's fumbling a bit of like mangled up lead onto the ring pool and then cracks it open and there's just a sort of sad, foamy hiss. Because um, Brent only believes it's mega. It's just a slightly sparkling like sweetener, basically. It's rubbish. Um and it just sort of goes all over your own shoes. And the long woman just shakes her head. And if you imagine a pendulum on a grandfather clock, it's a bit like that. <laughs> and and uh, I pity you. <laughs> <laughs> However bad it is, but it worse. <laughs> Go ahead. My shoes will dry off. You'll always be long. Oh, my God. <laughs> you went you there. play the game. It's underwhelming as punishment for your cruelty. <laughs> um, yeah, so let that be a lesson to you. Do I gain a stress from that? I think you probably should, actually. Um, the rules don't say you should, but since you've asked. Oh, good. <laughs> clong. 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 Imagine I did that nine more times. That is the tobacco bell ringing out the dread stroke of noon tobacco docks <laughs> uh, the tobacco dock venue sorry i always want to pluralize it 
but it is singular. A strange mood overtakes the place. People who were apathetic become feverish. People who were feverish become anxious. Dogs lie down with cats. Birds fly upside down. There is a strange breeze. You've all been in here a long time. It feels like months somehow, even though you know, looking at your watches, it's only been 3.25 hours. Time is running out. And you don't have too long to find your games in. You forge ahead, but in the dank confines of the catacomb, things do not feel as mundane and ordinary as they were before. Yeah, okay. So... Uh, so what you're saying is it's it's now going to get weirder than long women and. <laughs> so, to be fair, she wasn't in the rules. There's <laughs> been two man hunts and a very long woman. This morning, chuck them in for fun. Um, but yeah, it does get really odd now. Um, so, who is first into the fray? I'll go. Why not? Let's do it. I'm at two stress. I'm ready to take on four more. Excellent. So this round, we'll we'll do these quite quickly, and you all four need to succeed at a task to progress, okay? So so far, only two of us have, right? Yeah, yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Roll me a, a D12. Okay, I'm, I'm a bit trepidatious, I'm not going to lie, because I have seen the list of potential... Uh, <laughs> tasks so oh one you can't find the game anywhere oh where is silent butcher you've looked all over the map it's not there maybe you were imagining it all along well there's only one solution to that imagine it harder until it exists oh of course (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay all right <clears throat> well, I was going to say that Stephen Biscuits mentioned it, so I, I know that I, it must be real, but thinking about Stephen Biscuits will make me stressed, won't it? Um, okay. <laughs> I No, actually, that is quite, he did mention it. That is good detective skills. Thank you. I should have put detective games as my... <laughs> Could you apprehend him in some way if he's proof it exists? Oh, I don't want to go on a side quest to find Stephen <laughs> Biscuits. <laughs> Just put some Szechuan sauce on the floor. It'll come galloping towards it on all fours like a beast. I, okay, I'll set a trap for Stephen Biscuits, actually. That's a good idea. So I'm going to go, I'm going to put some Szechuan sauce under a crude box held up by a stick <laughs> trap. And then also sit nearby crocheting a Pickle Rick toy. Oh, devilish. Devilish. <laughs> Can anyone else add bait to this? And, and I'm going to say, I'm going to sigh out loud and say, if only there was someone here who could verify the correct number of, <laughs> of um, dark green spots or lines on the pickle rick and things like that. 
anyone else want to aid in this? Uh, this is a, a quite a tough task. <laughs> it's a good solution, but it's it's quite a, it's got a task heft of eleven, so she literally can't beat it on her own. I mean, like the construction of the trap, the combination of objects again feels like feels like my classic kind of verb territory. Point and click, yeah. man. I could probably help. I could probably help out with that. Maybe if uh, if he needs to be tackled or something, then uh, I could I can help out with that. You know, practicing all the all the dodge rolls in every FPS that I've played. I, I'm pretty good at that, so you know, I could tackle him. Okay, that sounds good. Um, when the cops are after him as well, so he'll be skittish. So you'll be able to <laughs> tackle him into the trap. That sounds good. Um, Vanessa, no pressure, but um, are you gonna are you gonna lend your hand as well? Um, maybe I could try and in, entice him with one of my paintings. I could do a, a Renaissance painting of, you know, Mona Lisa, but make it Pickle Rick, you know? <laughs> oh, you like a speed painter? I I am now. <laughs> you could paint the scientist's face in sauce on the ground, and he'll probably try and lick it. I would love to do that. I would I would love to take part in this. <laughs> All right, team effort. That's what I like to see. So, D3 from everyone else, and I think uh, a D10 from you. Come on. Oh, I got a four. <laughs> oh, this is going to be a carry. Brent knows all about these. <laughs> I, got, I, got a, I got a three. Oh, okay. I got two. I got a one. Oh, ten. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, Stephen Biscuits just runs past with his face blanched <laughs> and four large constables in pursuit. <laughs> he doesn't actually care about Rick and Morty right now. <laughs> uh, he just has time to swing his head around and say, oh, by the way, Silent Butcher isn't real. I just pretended I knew what it was, uh, so I seem cooler than you. I regret my life. And then, then off he goes. So in a way, that's nice, isn't it? But it has further cast out on the existence of Silence, but Silent Butcher. So I'm going to pause you there. I think it's all going to come down to a final challenge for you. Yeah, okay. Are you on? Uh, and let, remember to let me know when you're on three stress, yeah? I am now on three stress. Okay. Um, so next up, who is next up? I'll give it a go. All right, Matthew, um, roll me a d12. Uh, it's a 10. A vast developer has bullied your entire party into playing a joyless couch co-op game about World War I. <laughs> and he will not let you leave until Armistice Day arrives in real time two years from now. <laughs> you must escape. Right. <laughs> My word. Well, I've already, I've already tried to murder a woman with a, a, a fizzy pop gun, and that didn't work. So I should probably be a bit more careful this time. Stop talking and get somming. <laughs> <laughs> What's the game called? It's called Mud Bastards. <laughs> it's really bleak. Um. I mean, if what, what if I remember correctly from these these developer stands at Reds, they tend to have a TV, but the PC is kind of hidden in a desk underneath. Could I like somehow bust the PC that it's running on? 
Yeah, it's in what looks to be a um, a flimsy fiberglass recreation of a Mark V British tank with its um, instantly recognisable trapezoidal wheelbase. I mean, I feel like I feel like this is a scene uh, that our, my zeitgeist loving friend will be very familiar with. So I feel like you know we we should be able to tackle this scenario together if I can tap into his war knowledge. Yeah, Brent, you've kicked apart a few tanks, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, loads. Like, I mean, you know, do one a week to be honest. Because he's still also he's still pumped on Mega Drink. I had two two cans of Mega Drink. I'm extra extra pumped. Oh, you've had both cans now. Yeah, yeah. You you drank the one that was unsuccessfully used as a firearm. Well, yeah, you know, <laughs> may as well not let it go to waste, right? Okay, so if you choose to add to this roll, I'm going to give you a D6, my friend. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I think we should. I th- I think we should try and just bust bust through the the fiberglass tank and destroy the PC, put an end to this demo. I'm with Remember, you. Remember, this developer is enormous. Um, he'll just. It'll just put you back in your seats like struggling ants, um, unless he's distracted. He's distracted. He could be distracted. Uh, I mean, I am on three stress, but I could attempt to delay him by tying him down with acrylic yarn. (laughs) (laughs) They'll be like Gulliver's Travels. Yeah, exactly. I think we should Gulliver. I think we should Gulliver this guy. The full full Gulliver. (laughs) We should give him the full Gulliver. It's all very well for you to say that. I'm halfway to Burgerphone land, mate. Yeah, it's true. The Burgerphone is calling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, God. If only, my, if only my namesake was here, because he'd be able to talk to the developer in a professional capacity and distract him. Um, right. In for a penny, in for a pound. I'll, I'll gulliver him. Uh, yeah, let's, let's, let's gulliver him. And, and, and <laughs> me and Mega Drink will take down the tank. <laughs> Vanessa, are you, are you just going to dutifully like play the role of a World War One corporal? You, you bet I am. <laughs> yeah, you actually love the game, don't you? It's right up I, your street. I can't get enough. It's the reason I'm at rest. All the rest is a lie. This is why I'm here. <laughs> oh, you were a compulsive liar. That's I am. <laughs> oh God damn it! Does does this mean that that if can we persuade you that this counts as a success, <laughs> Vanessa? Um. Yeah, why not? Vanessa, <laughs> was this your game? Look me in the eye and tell me this was the game you came here to play. It ruddy was the game that I came here to play. Vanessa, what was it called? What was the game called? Oh, it was it was called If you love it so much, what's it called? The thing is when I when I love things so much, my memory just goes. <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, chinny reckon. <laughs> it was called um it was called the big World War One day out, and I'm not going to have you guys say it was called anything else. That's what it was called. Some super fan of mud bastards you are. <laughs> <laughs> you blew it. <laughs> was I not? That I was kind of close though. Was I not? They're, they're quite similar. <laughs> big World War One day out. I'm such a fan. That's what it was actually going to be called, and um, before they decided to change change the name. So 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 sorry. I was I was going for the original name. Oh wow. Yeah, when it was originally released in Korea, right? That's what it was called. That, that's, that's the one. The big World War One day out. I'm going to put this down to a vote of your, your colleagues. 
Are, you, are we going to let Vanessa have this? I feel like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. She's been shot at by a, a <laughs> yeah. centrist snake politics dad. I think. <laughs> Vanessa, congrats. You're yes. in Valhalla. <laughs> but the rest of you have got this <laughs> war-obsessed titan to deal with who um, you're going to attempt to tie up with yeah. knit, uh, crochet supplies while Matthew Castle and Brent kick open a tank with a computer in it. I see those dice. It's going to be a six from Brent. It's going to be a D3 from Matthew. And it's going to be a D3 from you. Is it not a D10 from me? Oh, yeah. Sorry. I got a three. I've tied him up good. I got a five. I got a two. There's a long bloody way to Tipperary yet. (laughs) Oh, no. Get back in your seats. (laughs) Play the bloody First World War. Till it's done. <laughs> oh God! So far, all I've played is is a Lars von Trier point and click game and a World War One and real time experience. I've got a broken finger. <laughs> oh yeah, I take it back, Vanessa. Get back here. <laughs> You've all got a stress, by the way. Oh great! I'm on three stress now. I'm at four. I'm at four as well. I think. Oh wait! No, wait, wait! You're not. Because Alice got to add one to her roll because she was at three stress. <gasps> so suddenly there's a record scratch noise. Time itself freezes. And you hear a, a warm Irish voice say, well, what's all this here then? <laughs> and it is, of course, as that immaculate expression uh, impression would have told you, uh, beloved Vidbud column from the uh, Rock, Paper, Shotgun YouTube oh channel. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Oh, sorry, I thought it was the fake Bono from that episode of Alan Partridge. <laughs> That's literally what I told Matthew was going to be my <laughs> reference. <laughs> oh my God. Is, are you are you the Colin Mahone from the Rock, Paper, Shotgun YouTube channel? Not only that. <laughs> says, <laughs> oh my God. Says the real Matthew Castle. <laughs> Unzipping the side of the booth and striding through like an Adonis crushing a mountain under his feet. But I am the real Matthew Castle. Oh my God, that's what your legs look like. Yes, like pillars of marble. Oh my God. Oh my God. You're actually, you're actually a bit fatter than I thought you'd be in real life. Now, now, there's no need for this meta self-deprecation. <laughs> You there, you surly war-obsessed brute, unhand these good people. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, you do that. <laughs> Agrees, Colin. Oh, cla- it's the classic team interplay that I love from the channel. <laughs> uh, while the surly giant regards the interlopers, um, Colum shadow of the Colossus is his way up his back and brains him with a wrench. <laughs> Um, he falls to the ground, spasming. Um, the police are on their way. You'd probably best be out. Oh my god! Like and subscribe. Well, we'll call that a win. Um, uh, so, okay, that's two of you are through. Just two more challenges left. So, Verity and Brent. I'll I'll, I'll go ahead. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, give me a, a D12, please. And uh, and also, Colin, when you're editing this, I'm really sorry, mate. <laughs> I'm really <laughs> sorry. 
I uh, I rolled a seven. Ah, wow. I just realized I used the Surly Titan for the wrong entry. A Surly Titan hurls a dead (laughs) eel at your feet with a grim, wet slap. It reeks, but you are so hungry. It's the man. (laughs) He's followed you out of the World War I booth, but he has got no power outside it, which is lucky for you. Um, What he does have, however, is this festering eel. Um, And he knows you're starving because you haven't had a burger for what feels like weeks. And the prospect of that long, slippery dead fish is looking mighty appetizing right now, Brent. I'm still absolutely buzzing off uh, two mega drinks. Uh, And I I think, you you know, in in the film Limitless, like when um, Bradley Cooper takes the pill and everything just gets very saturated and see he's like seeing everything all at once uh that's what it's like right now for me and i'm going into overdrive trying to figure out how i can cook this eel so that it's nice uh, and not raw just properly cooked because i am starving and i just want to devour it right now um and obviously there was a there was that powerful pc that was being used over in the in in that world war one real time game so i, I want to kind of just rip that pc out and uh, turn that into a, uh, a an oven of sorts to uh, cook the eel. Amazing. Okay. Uh, I can't see... Well, I can see lots of problems with that. <laughs> Let, let's do the roll. Let's do the roll. Um, anyone going to chance their arm with a little more stress to help? Or is, uh, is Brent on his own for this one? I mean, with my experience in role, uh, RPGs, I'm always making stuff and cooking up nice recipes. So I would, I would be happy to help on this one. That is true, actually. Yeah, CPU cooked eel. It's proper breath of the world, isn't it? That, that's um, the one. Let's, let's have it. Well, that's not really an RPG, is it? But you get my point. I'm allowing <laughs> it. Um, if Remember, both of you, if you are stress three or above, you can add one to your roll. Oh, nice. Gratis. Uh, so, yep, let's have the standard D10 from you, please, Brent, and a D3 from you, Vanessa. Can they, can they make it with that, without extra help? What's the task heft? It is nine. I uh, I've got seven. Okay. <laughs> I got a one. No. <laughs> Was that with your bonuses? Oh no, because your stress isn't over three, is it, Vanessa? No, mine's not. Ah, oh, you just weren't stressed enough. Well, hey, you know what? Even though you've reached back into the booth where I've explicitly told you is the only place the giant confronting you still has power. <laughs> <laughs> So he eats one of your hands, because um, that's fair. Um, but God gave you two for a reason, uh-huh. and you pull the computer out, and sure as heck, it is sizzling hot from all of that World War One action. Um, and it cooks feel a treat. Um, Vanessa's got a bit of the Szechuan sauce left from earlier. Oh, nice. Um, ah. That's it. And it's, yes, yeah, sizzling away. A lovely... Um, Lovely Inagi Don, really. Um, and uh, there's only one problem, is that I told you, the eel is completely rotten. Uh, cooking something doesn't undecay it. <laughs> so you just <laughs> ram your gullets full of, like, jellied, like, bacterial eel filth. Um, oh. You're just vomiting everywhere. Um, your eyes are bleeding. You're so <laughs> food poisoned. Very bad. Um, not your finest hour, Brent. Uh, but 
Yeah, you, you're both going to take a stress for that, I'm afraid. <sighs> I'm like, that is um, we deserve that, to be fair. Brent is like, like being Brent is he know he's whilst dying he's like this is supposed to be good for you this is this is clearing your system and it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna make me a, a better man afterwards. Is he like at last I truly am sick? <laughs> <laughs> yes. It looks like it's even worse than that because I just spotted it's the guy making the official pr- rest promotional video from the event organizers has filmed this event so this is going to go in the promotional reel for next year's rest. <laughs> Excellent. Right. Okay. So that leaves. Well, so you're going to have to attempt another task. Um, and don't forget, if if someone dies, well, if they if they cry, if they're reduced to tears by mm. gaining stress, then they are out of round two and must participate through the burger phone. Mm. So, uh, <laughs> Verity, uh, it's 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 your your shot. Can you get out of this hell? I'm on the edge of breaking and having a huge cry. But I've still got. I'm only at three, so I there's still hope for me. So all right, okay. Uh, let's let's roll that. Let's roll that d12. Let's do it. Six. Oh no. So you're having an existential crisis. You're pretty sure the silent butcher doesn't exist, and you now become convinced you're not actually at rest at all, but a B2B conference about equipment leasing. Where you're halfway to being sold an innovative software solution. You cannot let the salesperson close the deal or you'll be trapped there forever. So yeah, yeah, you guys should really come over town for a demo at some point. It really is a cradle-to-grave leasing software platform. Is this salesperson the devil? Is it <laughs> he, he is it could a dark be. bargain? He could um, be. Is he related to Stephen Biscuits? Oh, no, absolutely not. No, he's a different class of fiends. Okay. Stop trying to give him ideas, Matthew. I know what you're doing. (laughs) So, yeah, anyway, we we just finished a rollout of this system uh, with a client in Austria. And honestly, when they circled back to us afterwards, their jaws hit the floor. And they're dealing in so (laughs) many different asset classes. They're dealing in consumer a commercial right. yellow plant. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? Everyone else has done some violence. I'm going to do some violence. <laughs> um, I'm just going to, like, wield a, a crochet hook like a kind of ice pick and and start jabbing at his face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> What uh, what in your official novel experience has prepared you for attacking a leasing software salesman with a crochet hook? Well, you know, visual novels are all about uh, heightened realities and heightened events. They're often very surreal. Um, so I think actually, it it as as a course of action when you compare it to say like uh, a visual novel where you're dating pigeons <laughs> or. Or think which, which is a very popular visual novel. You know, like this actually would seem like um, uh, a logical thing to do, and indeed would would I think be clear to me as uh, actually probably quite consequence free. Well, yeah, I mean, this may be in your imagination after all. Exactly, and also, you know, as a visual novel fan, I, for example, have many uh, imaginary love interests, and that has never been a barrier. All right, then, um, I will warn you: this leasing software 
salesman is a real pro. This is task heft 12. Uh-huh. So even with your bonus for being at high stress, you cannot achieve this alone. Um, will anyone will anyone step in to Vanessa's imagination to help? I need, I need help. I mean, I suppose the others can see that I am not, in fact, attacking a salesperson. So. Or can they? <laughs> uh, well... <clears throat> I, I I'm not part of I, I'm not buying into the into her imaginary stabbing, but because of that, I can see that it's actually perfectly safe to do. So I'm I'm there really like I'm just I'm just encouraging her. I mean, you know, I guess I guess it doesn't tie to point and click adventures. I don't know. Use crochet hook on face. Yes, use crochet hook on face. Yeah, just talk to Alice and encourage. Uh, or talk to sorry, not Alice. Uh, uh, Verity, well, Verity, and encourage. So yeah, I'll, I'll I'll step in and help. And are you stress three or above? I'm stress three. Yeah. Okay, so that's D three plus one from you, Brent. Um, you know, gushing blood from your wrist, I guess. <laughs> and eyes. Are you uh, Are you going to help out here? <laughs> I'd love to help out whilst dying in the process. Yeah. Um, I will contribute. What a, what FPS skill would be would be handy this this scenario of so okay uh, you know what I just want to rugby tackle the salesperson to be honest you know uh, I can't really see what's going on and so I'm in my mind I'm rugby tackling uh, the guy that just chopped off my hand I love that this has just taken on the primal violence of like a first time D and D session I love it. <laughs> When 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 I you know this project was conceived, it was supposed to be kind of whimsical, and you know people love rest because they love going and seeing friends and playing cool games. And you've done all of those things. <laughs> <laughs> There's just also been a lot of angry giants and injuries. I tried to shoot a long woman. <laughs> when, when you listener at home play this for yourself because it is going to be available for free you don't have to be violent (laughs) no to be fair barely any of the challenges are are even implicitly violent (laughs) (laughs) let's have those dice let's have those dice okay Uh, i'm i'm scared (laughs) so d3 from the assistees but you each get to add one d10 from alice she gets to add one i got four I got three plus one, so that's four. Okay. Come on. Ten plus one, so I got 11. So I did it. I did it. <laughs> oh, my God. You know in Battletoads where his hand becomes an anvil? Yeah. <laughs> you just do that. <laughs> you just obliterate the leasing man. He's gone. You're not. You're not sure whether... You just use the pure power of concentration to dispel him from your mind. Or if you've just burst a man. (laughs) But either way, he's gone. And so is all the signage from the B2B conference. So, fingers crossed, it was never real. And you have to blink, because where the stand for Clappenhoot Solutions the software vendor was there's now the booth for silent butcher (gasps) oh 
my god. Oh my god. It's real. You uh you walk into the light. Um oh and just continuity here. Um Vanessa is playing the mobile version of Mud Bastards now because I've <laughs> just just realized Brent did use the computer to cook a rotten ale. Um, <laughs> So we're very lucky it was on mobile as well. Um, so, Matthew, did you get into Valhalla yet? Uh, well, I failed, but then the Rock Paper Shotgun YouTube team came up and killed killed a man like he was a Shadow of the Colossus boss. So the only person left in Purgatory is Brent. All alone. Brent, give me, a, give me another D12. This could be your last stand, my friend. Oh. Boy. How much stress do you have, Brent? You must be quite stressed. Yeah, yeah, I got, I've got uh, five stress. Oh, oh God! <laughs> uh, oh, this is do or die. Uh, I've also rolled five. Coincidentally, you're starting to sort of fade now. You, in fact, it's a very FPS-like effect. You've got that in your ears, <laughs> and your vision's sort of dull and red, and you're moving your head around in slow motion. All your friends seem to have disappeared. Uh, to go off and play their games, and even the mega drink isn't sustaining you. And as you sort of sway to and fro, you see a huge wedge-shaped figure parting the crowd with oversized gloved hands. It's a man dressed as Crash Bandicoot, (laughs) and he points a finger at you, like the last ghost in that one Dickens stories, and he looks you right in the eye, and he straight up dies. <laughs> you just watch Crash Bandicoot die. <laughs> Can you deal with that? This is this is a man in a Crash Bandicoot costume, or is it? Was it straight up Crash Bandicoot? <laughs> you hope it was a man in a Crash Bandicoot <laughs> costume. Um. Because honestly, my immediate thought is to go <laughs> take the costume off the man and wear it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just strip a costume from a corpse. I mean, I guess the police are too busy elsewhere. In that way, Crash Bandicoot has not died. Merely <laughs> so... the man within Crash Bandicoot. It's like there always has to be a Crash Bandicoot at any one time. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Because I, what, like, right now I'm picturing this is like Hitman, and I've just like taken this costume off this dead man. I'm now wearing it, and now I'm just gonna go blend in with the crowd as if nothing happened. I think, yeah, if you do this, I actually might give you a shot of becoming the real Crash Bandicoot. I think this is an amazing origin story for him. Um, but I'm going to give this to you straight, Dean. It's got a task heft. This is the hardest task in the game, bar two others. So it's a task heft of 13. And I'm sure you don't have to be a mathematician to tell me that your maximum possible score is 11. Yeah. Oh. So uh, is anyone, you know, the rest of you are all safe, but you can choose to take a little bit more risk. To help out your unlikable ultra pro friend, <laughs> or you can just leave him to his, <laughs> his certain fate. <laughs> I will make him roll. Whatever. 
<laughs> I mean, I, I am willing to help out since I don't have that many stress points, so I can take this risk. <sighs> You're being saved here <laughs> by Vanessa. I can't help because I know that the real Matthew Castle hates Crash Bandicoot and wants nothing to do with any of it. And if, if he sees me helping Crash Bandicoot, he might not like me. That is sound. I will help as well. I just need to figure out how. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Vanessa, have you got a have you got a, a way to help? Well, I feel like from playing RPGs, I probably have some sort of like healing skill. So I'm going to be better at making sure people are okay. So maybe if while Brent's making his getaway, I just go and make sure that the man's okay. See if I can revive him and then escort him safely out of the building. Now I buy your logic in a way, but a healing skill in an RPG is generally right-clicking on someone. I think if you just sort of press one of your fingers <laughs> gently to an injured person, it won't revive them. But I could do it really well. You could do it really well, actually. But he is totally dead. <laughs> well, in that case, what if I just dispose of the corpse so that Brent never gets caught? Now that you can do. <laughs> I'd be willing to do that. <laughs> You'd hide a body for Brent. You are such a good friend. (laughs) I am going to use my experience from playing lots of vision novels where people dress up as other people and, you know, like like in, you know, stuff like Lady Killer in a Bind. um, And, you know, there's all that fun kind of confused identity stuff going on all the time where like sort of, you know, like much ado about nothing, but with shagging. So I'm going to help Brent to embody and uh, and you know costume as I'm going to help him suit up and like get into that that headspace. I believe. All right then, let's do the roll. This is it. It's the final roll of the main phase of the game. I have got ten. Come on. I got a three. So I got two plus one, so three. I got two. I've done it, right? You've done it. <laughs> The body is pulled out. Who cares who they were? Who cares what they did? <laughs> they're out of the suit now. They don't matter. Um, they're rolled aside by Vanessa into, oh, I don't know, some neon Metroidvania game. I'd love if it was Jimmy Biscuits in there. It was Jimmy Biscuits. In there. <laughs> that was his way of getting getting away from the cops, of course. But he'd already been shot so many times, he was bleeding out. So the suit is kind of just like a swamp of blood from the knees down. But that's okay. You put it on, Brent, and with Verity's incredible tutelage helping you get into the role, you feel it fusing with your skin. Suddenly you feel wacky, capable of running away towards the camera while a, a big boulder rolls on <laughs> behind you, maybe jumping over some holes. I guess what I'm saying, Brent, is you are Crash Bandicoot now. Wow. I'm not going to call you Brent anymore. My friend, I'm going to call you Crash. <laughs> <laughs> and what's that in your hands? What's that in your massive gloved hands? That's right. That's right, Crash. It's the controller for a nice round of zeitgeist. <laughs> Yay! So. Has Brent still got one hand in the suit? It's sort of bandicoot flesh has grown <laughs> right, okay. to replace the other. 
I don't know what Crash Bandicoot's meat would be like. Maybe like corner shop ham. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but thick. So that's your hands now. Uh, so, wow. Okay. Great stuff, mates. That was the main part of the game. We are now into the second phase, but it is a lot shorter. And this is because this is where the stopwatch comes in. It's actually timed. In a way, you, you've all made it through rest. You've all sort of won. But in this phase, we're going to see each of you play your game. So your character takes a back seat now. Um, so Brent, Vanessa, Verity, and A. Matthew Castle are all retired. They're just enjoying playing the games. They've had their trials and tribulations, and they're, they're reaping the fun now. And who you're going to be now is the developer of the game that you've come here to play. And you're going to talk to the other three players, and you're going to try and sell them pre-orders, because the idea is they're all stood around while their mate's playing. So you're going to convince them to pre-order this game. And any stress that you accrued um, in as your characters, you just magically retain. So remember how many points of stress you've got. Other party members, you're not interested in this game. That's not what you came here for. But uh, the player playing the developer, for each point of stress you have, you're allowed to make one compelling pitch. Uh, oh, sorry, one minute's worth of pitch as to why the players should pre-order your game. Okay? Um, and then the players can, can rebut you. So let's just try... Uh, let's start. Who wants to go first at this? And well, I'll explain as we go along. I'll go first. I think I think I've, I've I've got a bit of a pitch already ready, so I'll go first. Okay, I'm actually going to amend the rule a bit here because it feels a little bit long. I'm going to go with Crystal Dome rules here. <laughs> uh, so for each point of stress you've got, you had five, right? Yeah. I'm going to give you. It was meant to be a minute, but that's way too long. I'm actually going to give you 15 seconds. Oh my for god. Each one. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got one minute and 15 seconds and of course if you were playing at home folks you could be much more relaxed but we are on a we're on a clock here so uh yeah you've got one minute 15 seconds to tell these fools why they why they should pre-order zeitgeist you ready yep <laughs> go so reason for why you need to pre-order zeitgeist the best arena shooter that is coming to consoles and mobile phones and every other platform is because you know, think think of it as Overwatch, but without the politics. It's the it's an <laughs> apolitical arena shooter, and the biggest issue with Overwatch as well is it's not that it's got loot boxes. It's like you know, loot boxes are fine, but what's wrong with the loot boxes? They're all just cosmetic. What if they gave you stuff that would make you win the game? Say you buy I don't know uh, a, a, a token that lets you automatically win the game. Easy. Done. You won't have to ever worry about being bullied by pals for never winning a game of Overwatch because you don't have the skill. Because you don't need the skill. You just, you know, buy your win. Simple as. Uh, you got, you know, no politics. Cheat. You, uh, sorry, not cheat. You win your way. <laughs> buy your way. <laughs> you buy your way to winning. Uh, and and not even even that. You could like even before a match before a match starts, you could just automatically uh, buy out every slot so that there is no other players that you're up against and it's just you. And there you go. There's your time. 
compelling. Um, <clears throat> and now the three of you also have the same amount of time, one minute 15, in which to rebut those points. When your rebuttal is done, and you can split it up, in fact, I'll give you a little bit longer because there's three of you. I'll give you a minute 30. I'm nice. Um, when you're done, I will decide who won. And it's going to be completely unfair. I'm just going to make a snap <laughs> judgment, and that'll be that. So enjoy. Go. Well, first of all, what if you're poor? Uh, do you, you just have to lose? Uh, I, I, I don't think that, that aspect of it appeals to me, uh, especially as a, a sort of, you know, a librarian. I like things being available for free. So. Also, a lot of teenagers, you know, they don't read the news. They only play games. So how else are they going to learn about politics than being taught politics? in an arena shooter uh, by the the people best positioned to teach you about politics, which is game developers. Verity? Are you just so disgusted by Zeitgeist that you can't speak? Because that's a powerful argument in itself. Yeah, Verity, do you have any any rebuttals? Oh, I thought I was Vanessa. <laughs> Am I not oh, here? Yeah. Oh, no, sorry, yeah, you you're are, Vanessa. You sorry. These bloody V names, I keep mixing them up. My bad, my bad. I got like 15 seconds on the clock. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I find this really difficult because I really like that, that pitch. So I'm finding. <laughs> I really, well, I was really compelled. Um, but yeah, I'm just going to say uh, I don't, uh, I don't like the price. I'm, I'm gonna, I've decided that is a thing that I'm gonna, I'm gonna drag. Um, and I just agree with it. I agree with everyone else's points. I mean, I really loved it, but I also agree with everyone else's points. And we, we shouldn't go to, ahead with it. To be fair, there is no rebuttal to being able to buy out every other place so that you can play the game alone. I have no response to that. <laughs> Okay, there's your uh, there's your time up. Now it sounds like Vanessa might want to pre-order. I mean, I don't, but I do. I will, <laughs> but I won't. <laughs> I'm, I'm you can do it. Like it is, it is uh, allowed for in the rules that you may choose to pre-order. Well, will everyone else dislike me if I pre-order? <laughs> I certainly now, won't. We- We've been through some shit, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm going to pre-order, but I'll probably pre-order everyone. So I'm just putting, I'm putting that out there. I'm not, I'm not pre-ordering it. I'm, I'm not pre-ordering it, I don't think. So this is, uh, I'm, I'm going with a simplified version of the rules for time's sake here. I've heard your arguments. There's one pre-order, so that's evens. And I think... Uh, I'm going to ask: Do you have to be able to aim? Uh, no, you can. Uh, you can buy uh, a system that aims for you. Um, I'm in. Um, <laughs> classic game reviewer. I can't uh, can't shoot a pretend gun very well. So, uh, <laughs> of course, I'll want this. Uh, congratulations, Zeitgeist! Uh, you've done it. Uh, you've won. <laughs> okay, whose game is next? Uh, I'll go. I'll give Silent Butcher a pitch. Let's hear it. Well, uh, Silent Butcher is made with the latest in both uh, meat technology. Uh, so the uh, the meat is uh, it's all 
uh, scanned and then hand animated uh, to give that real visceral meat uh, experience. It's also uh, obviously using uh, the latest Unreal Engine technology with all the, all the polygons. So the, the largeness of the 12 suns um, is, is really <laughs> looming. They're re- they feel really immense. Um, and we're looking at VR porting as well. So you can really be in that moment. Um, it is, of course, terrifying and uh, uh, very difficult. It's been called the dark souls of depression metaphors. Um, the um, 12 sons also, obviously there's a religious allegory there. They are very much the stations of the cross uh, in, your, in, in, your, in your fight uh, against your depression. And you in a way are Jesus. Um, uh, and I think people are really responding to that kind of emotional depth uh, uh, as well as the the cold cuts, um, which are you know it's just a very um, subtle and emotional uh, experience, whilst also Time's up. being terrifying. Godlike, um, who has a rebuttal? Uh, I got a rebuttal. Uh, you, hopefully, <laughs> uh, you have one minute sixteen between you, beginning now. So, I. Uh... I very much dislike the use of meat in the making of this game. Me being a vegetarian is against uh, animal cruelty, hence why I'm a vegetarian. And the fact that you used meat that you scanned in to make this game so realistic is absolutely outrageous. Just going to pause here. Is Brent a vegetarian? Yeah, surprisingly, despite he all the fucking you. <laughs> Oh, he's a pescatarian. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm starting the clock. <laughs> Retcon that. What did he eel meat so much? He used a PC to cook it. Look, right, he was high on mega drink, okay? He didn't know what was going on. <laughs> There's only 30, uh, 38 seconds oh, left to it. make your rebuttal. Uh, um, oh, God. Uh, Who's the can we ask? Who's the silent butcher in the biblical allegory? God pausing the clock for the answer. <laughs> God. Yeah. Well, no, because you you play you you, you play the silent butcher. Um, and oh, of so, course. As I said, it's yeah, it is, it's it's almost your Jesus kind of overcoming the the stations of the cross in in your right, enormous right. sons. Okay, sorry. Um, Clock's going back on in three, two, one. Uh I feel quite anxious about the enormous suns. Just the the idea of them being around me. I don't know if I'd like that. So, that... I mean, that is the point. <laughs> yeah, I know, but it's, it sounds too much. It sounds too much. Can you like? Is there other difficulty settings where you can make them smaller? Uh, we are looking at that. Yeah, and there are. We're looking at in you know the arachnophobia uh, stuff uh, for for grounded. We're looking at maybe uh, having uh, like non meat options as well. Right, I'm just going to uh, going to pause there and see if um, Vanessa has anything to to add to this meaty discussion. Well, I would agree with Brent. Uh, we we don't eat meat, Vanessa and myself. Um, but I appear to be an easy sell, so I'd probably pre-order her. <laughs> Good. <laughs> this is amazing. Like Vanessa's been such a loose cannon in all. <laughs> We've got another another tie break here, unless um, Brent or Matthew, do either of you feel like pre-ordering this? Uh, no. 
despite my outrage to the to the meat, I I really did like the fact that I could play as Jesus because I do think of myself as Jesus. So I will <laughs> probably pre- pre-order this because I feel like it's a game about me. That is so Brent. I mean, I don't I don't want to undercut. I'm not going to say this out loud, but it is a metaphor. For, you're not literally Jesus. I mean, you are a silent butcher. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Brent does metaphors. <laughs> no, definitely not. He does, yeah. I'm Jesus. What's well, this? Another win for the devs. Yes. Silent butcher takes it home. Uh, so now on to who wants to go first? Uh, Vanessa with mud bastards or Matthew Castle with uh, the trial of Matthew Castle? <laughs> I feel we should leave the trial of Matthew Castle to last. I don't know about you. <laughs> Okay, Vanessa, you are... Uh, how much stress did you end with? I ended with two. <gasps> You've got 30 seconds. Wait, quick pause. Was Am I mud bastards or am I this turnip game? Just so I don't do a crisp... <laughs> well, you claimed the turnip game doesn't... Do you know what? You, you're such an agent of chaos. I'm going to let you choose either of those or something else of your choosing. <laughs> so I think you're such a dark presence, Vanessa. No no one really knows what you came here to do. <laughs> I mean, I felt um, like I could talk about turnips more, but I've forgotten the, what it was called. Uh, oh, it was called, I, I wrote it down, it was uh, Mr. Turnip's Troublesome Dance. <laughs> I could probably run my mouth about that. Let's go with that one. <laughs> All right, my friend, you've got 30 seconds starting from now. Okay, so Mr. Turnip's Troublesome Dance is a brilliant game. It's one of a kind. It's got a really good storyline. Basically, you're a farmer called Phil. Um, You're just harvesting your crops and you're having a little boogie while you're doing so. And then suddenly these vegetables, they just start coming to life and you've got to hose them down while while keeping the rhythm. Um, And also every pre-order, it it comes with a box of turnips. So it's it's a no-brainer, really. You get a free gift and, you know, you learn a bit about farming. And you have a bit of a dance, and there's some wholesome violence, for, so it's one the whole family can enjoy. Time's up. That was solid 30 seconds work. Anyone got anything to counter that? You've got 30 seconds yourself. I, I don't want a big box of rotten turnips in my house. <laughs> Why would they be rotting? <laughs> because I wouldn't use them, because I don't like the turnips. I've just got some turnips in my house. Well, you could gift them to a neighbour and you could make a friend. Oh, but I always forget to. Like, I'll put them in the corner of a living room and then, like, two weeks later be like, what's that? Oh, it's a f***ing turnip. <laughs> this is a you problem, not a turnip problem. <laughs> <laughs> they're really good smelling turnips. Like, we're going to make sure that, they're, that they smell great. It'll, it'll smell like perfume when they're rotting. There's, no, there's no such Congrats, thing. Congrats, guys. You just spent your 30 seconds <laughs> arguing about turnips. No. C- can I just ask a question? Why is th- who is Mr. Turnips if the farmer is just called Phil? Well, no, mi- Mr. Turnips, he's the boss. He's the boss that you've got to defeat once you finish like hosing down the carrots and there's some celery that you've you got to be up. But Mr. Turnip, he's the, he's the evil guy. Oh, okay, fine. That, that, that clears it up. Uh, is anyone going to pre-order it? No, because of the turnips issue <laughs> explained, <laughs> explained in some detail. <laughs> what if the turnips are optional? Like You can opt out of a free gift. Uh, it's just that's why I don't go for pre-orders. It's always the extra guff, isn't it? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna pre-order it. I think it actually sounds like a, a genuinely a concept that could be actually at rest. <laughs> it is actually very realistic. Yeah, I am not going to pre-order it because although there was some elements of an FPS in there where you could hose down the uh, the, the 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 veg, uh, there just wasn't <laughs> enough violence and not enough. Um, you know, it seemed uh, like I, I, I just wouldn't have a chance without without a gun. 
Yeah, and Brent Brent's into mate now anyway. <laughs> but you were playing different people then. That doesn't count. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I forgot on Crash as well. I, Crash would be all over that. You know what? I'm pre-ordering. <laughs> you got my vote. I can't believe it. Another wh- Oh, yeah, yeah, because you're not even Brent. Yeah. You're Crash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow, amazing. Another win for the devs. All that's left in an incredible bit of meta-narrative <laughs> is the trial of Matthew Castle. You have, how many stress did you end with? Three. You have 45 seconds, beginning from now. The Trial of Matthew Castle is an autobiographical bullet hell historical RTS that retells the life of Matthew Castle, and at the end you desert, you decide whether or not he was a good man. That's the trial element. So it's RTS taking key moments from his life where he had to battle through various situations, such as the time he got put in a bin when he was in a playground, uh, oh. <laughs> the time he got chased by some teenagers when he was walking home from home base, um, and it all culminates in him coming to rest and trying to take down the creator of Mud Bastards. That's the final boss. Uh, so it's really up to date. Like that's that's what we really really kind of championed in this game. It's it's 100% the Matthew Castle story. And that was wow, almost bang on 45 seconds. Wow. I'd like to see anyone argue with that, but <laughs> you've got 45 seconds if you want to have a go. I mean, I find it very impressive that the devs were able to to add in the 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 encounter with the the world war one dev but i i mean my main thing would be like why would anyone who is not matthew castle or friends with him care about this well really i mean he's lived an exceptional life uh and it's not just it's not just a specific it's more like it's he's just sort of mankind in a way isn't he you know he is all men like the silent butcher yeah He's like a metaphor. He's the everyman. Okay. You got another twenty seconds. <laughs> I don't even know how to rebuttal this. Like, I want to. I want to. I want to play it. <laughs> I want to play it all. There's I'm, only one way to do that. Well, I'm not pre-ordering it. I'm. I'm convinced. <laughs> you got to buy it. <laughs> I'll buy Trust 10. me. I'll buy ten. It's, thanks. The life—it's a roller coaster ride. There's all kinds of stuff. I go to Cadbury World. I went to Portugal in one level. That's good. I love Cadbury World. Yeah, I love Portugal. <laughs> yeah. I'm not convinced. And also, I think probably given that the, the devs must have been coding this like now, <laughs> I feel like it's probably going to be very unstable. Um, well, yeah, it's 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 more a games a service. It kind of rolls out. <laughs> updates as and when they happen well there you go final calls i'm in uh crashes in <laughs> even yes. though matthew castle hates crash bandicoot and that's a key <laughs> part of the game <laughs> crash crash bandicoot doesn't hate in fact that's very christian yeah <laughs> crash bandicoot does not come off well in the trial of matthew castle <laughs> if anything Crash Bandicoot is one of the uh, star witnesses for the prosecution. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You haven't been convinced then, Vanessa? Um, I mean, I was already going to pre-order before you started talking, but it seems like a really emotional game and I loved your confidence, so I'm definitely in. Thanks so much, Vanessa. I really appreciate that. Oh, Verity, no matter what you say. Yeah. 
All the devs have won. So you've all won twice today. Yeah. Congratulations. You made it through rest. Woo! So now just decompress as you leave the venue and head to the official rock, paper, shotgun, bouncy castle for the after party. Mm. Everyone's there bouncing up and down. There's the players, the developers, all the NPCs we met, yes, uh, even the long woman and <laughs> uh, Gareth Turgid, Stephen Biscuits. He's dead. <laughs> He's there. <laughs> Is that where the, bo- the body was hidden? <laughs> yeah. There's even the Tobacco Dock Minotaur, which didn't get encountered as a random event. It's very much real and actually quite okay when you get to know it. Um, so it's a bit like Valhalla, but but more sort of boingly. Um, mm. And you can remain here for a few seconds, um, perhaps just chatting between each other to, to give a summary of what you learned today and what really makes EGX Res shine as an event. And don't forget to bob up and down gently as you roll play. We can never speak of this again. <laughs> We're all wanted by the police. <laughs> I'm somewhat completely different. I'm living a new life. I'm going to explore the world as Crash. I came to rest to meet my favourite YouTuber, but I saw a man transform into a mascot and, and an and attempted murder of a long woman. It, it has also changed me. <laughs> Vanessa, did you enjoy rest? Do you know what? it's it's not the destination it's it's the friends you make along the way and this is just <laughs> honestly I feel so close to you guys right now. Well there you have it folks. Uh, EGX Rest uh, will turn you into a different person even if you're not role playing it. It is a transformative experience. Um I hope that you've enjoyed playing and I hope that you've enjoyed listening. Um that was tremendous fun to role play and uh yeah did bend the rules a bit in places but i think we all got out intact so uh <laughs> round of applause to you all a round of applause to Nate. <laughs> and i will i'll pass back to alice to fly us home oh let's uh let's cleanse the palate with a sting and then we can do our our final recommendations <laughs> My goodness. Well, thank you very much for joining us today, Meg and Dean, uh, on this, the Electronic Wireless Show, episode 106, the Rezzed RPG special presented by RPS uh, and EGX. Thank you. You were fabulous. And Meg, that, I don't think you'd done a game like that before, had you? So No, this is my first time. So I hope I, went, I hope I did okay, but that was loads of fun. Oh, you smashed it. It was really good. Yeah, Vanessa was an MVP. <laughs> um, so at the end of the uh, the Electronic Wireless show, it is tradition that we all recommend something that is not a game uh, that the listener can uh, sort of take into them in the week and, and maybe uh, try themselves. So Nate, why don't you kick us off with a recommendation this week? Calling potatoes lion's eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Nate is obviously still in whimsical TRPG mode. <laughs> yeah, come back to me in a minute. <laughs> Matt, Matthew, what have you got? 
Uh, oh, it's going to seem so boring after that. Um, I was going to, uh, I was going to recommend rereading the archive of Iwata Asks, which are the online interviews where Satoru Iwata, former president of Nintendo, interviewed his development teams about their games. Um, it's sort of some of the best sort of games journalism ever, even though it's all just developers talking to developers in terms of getting the inside skinny on the games. I started rereading one. Uh, a couple of days ago, and then it just pulled me into the kind of, uh, you know, the endless sort of rabbit hole of checking out the other ones, and they're just brilliant, brilliant little gems of interviews. So just search for Iwata Asks on Google, and it'll be the top option. Lovely. Uh, I am going to recommend uh, a Discord that I set up this week, specifically if you are listening and happen to have IBD, so Crohn's or colitis, um, because uh, I do, and the... Uh, the, the support groups for Crohn's and colitis that you can find on the internet are nightmares. I am not going to mince my words about it. You cannot join one of these groups without your timeline or whatever it is being flooded with pictures of other people's uh, surgery scars or colonoscopy results or like just body parts. Um, so I've set up a group for like fun, normal people who would like to talk with other like-minded people who have the same illness but without being weird about it uh and also maybe doing some really specific ibd memes so uh i'm gonna link to that nate have you got a real one (laughs) (laughs) i'm uh i'm a bit cooked so i'm just gonna give my uh component uh, the, for, for this week's instalment of the Build Your Own RPS Fish Tank. Um, so this time I'm going to recommend Chollawood, C-H-O-L-L-A, mm-hmm. uh, which is the stripped and dried out core of a saguaro cactus. And it's a lovely light honeycombed sort of cylinder, uh, which is beautiful for shrimps and things to hide in, but also just very attractive on its own as a piece of wood. Meg, do you have a recommendation for the listener this week? Um, I mean, obviously, I would recommend EGX Res the RPG because that's just changed my life. I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. Um, but <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go for something really boring. I have a TV series that I've recently gotten into, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Um, it's it's been the reason yeah. that I've stayed sane during lockdown, and it's absolutely had me in stitches. So I would recommend everyone to watch that because it's brilliant. Excellent recommendation. I will I'll use my real recommendation to back that up and say persevere past the first few episodes definitely it seems like it's going to be way worse than it is and then it just transcends once danny devito shows up <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah absolutely absolutely agree. beautiful <laughs> dino uh i am going to recommend a show that i finished binge watching binge watching on netflix recently which was she-ra and the princesses of power uh, and it was absolutely phenomenal it's like just great storytelling it's a very inclusive tv show with a with a diverse cast and really um just has some fun moments uh it's like three seasons three or four seasons long they're each episode's about 20 20 minutes long um uh, and i don't really want to say much more about it because it's one of those shows that the, the the less you know, the better it is when you start watching it because it just it just it's just a, a wonderful journey. So uh, check it out. Isn't there a scorpion lass? Yes, called Scorpia, and she's great. Oh, well, there you go. She's yes, very great. sounds good. She has such a great story arc. They all have a great story arc. I love every single one of them. Watch Shira. 
and the princesses of power. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Um, so uh, thank you for joining us for this, the Res TRPG. Um, uh, we, uh, like I said, that's going to be uh, up online so you can play it yourself free. Um, thank you to Grant Howard and Nate for writing it for us. And uh, we must now say goodbye. So uh, for all your PC gaming needs, please go to www.rockpapershotgun.com. Like and subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash rockpapershot. Yep. Yes. Uh, we're on Twitter at rockpapershot as well and on Facebook, rockpapershotgun. Um, and we have a lovely community Discord that's linked in the show notes as well. Oh, I should mention Grant's Twitter as well. Oh, Yes. Because he is a pro follow. Uh, anything smart about that game's design was definitely his work. He is extremely funny and very good at designing them. And he is G.S. Howitt on Twitter. So G-S-H-O-W-I-T-T or G-Show-It. Uh, we have merch as well. So I'll do a very inelegant segue. Buy our merch, um, <laughs> which is teespring.com forward slash door uh, forward slash rock, paper, shotgun. Uh, and uh, have a lovely day and a lovely weekend. Uh, so until next week is goodbye from Meg from EGX. <laughs> bye, everyone. Thank you so much for having me. It is bye from Dean, the wonderful uh, Repop video producer. Bye, everyone. It's goodbye from Nate. <laughs> it's goodbye from Matthew. The real Matthew. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me. Bye, everyone. Bye.